Hello and welcome to the show. This is Range Talk and I'm Cody. I am your host. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you guys for returning. Thank you for the new listeners. I appreciate all the love and support. Guys, I'm sorry. I let you down last week. You guys didn't get an episode. I was out of town. I was at a bachelor party for Terry White, who was just on the podcast. And it was a very awesome pod or podcast. It was a very awesome bachelor party. Um, very range talk driven. It was <laughs> full of uh, camping, guns. It was awesome. We got to shoot a 50 cal, 338 Lapua, all kinds of fun guns. And it was just a full trip full of shooting. So what better trip could you ask for for a guy? So anyways, because of that, I was out of town. I was out in the woods being a man. I let you down. I didn't get an episode out. So this week, you're going to get one. But here in the next few weeks, I'll give you guys a double. I'll give you two in a row. And we'll get caught back up on our numbers. This week, I am going to be talking about preparedness. Being prepared, how to prepare um, yourself, your family. And not necessarily like a shopping list of what you need, but kind of ways that I prepare myself and things that I like to do. Before we get started, uh, as always, I want to remind you guys, go to the Instagram, follow the page, like the posts. I put video content on there, extra things that aren't in this show. Uh, Make sure you go on to Spotify and iTunes, rate the show a five star and leave a review. It's the only thing that helps us get up the charts. It's the only thing that matters for some reason. So please don't forget to go help us out. Don't be a freeloader. Pay the price. Hook a brother up. All right. So getting into preparedness and what preparedness means and why it's so important. Over the last few weeks, we have seen drastic price increases in fuel and many other things. Um, It's no secret that Russia has invaded Ukraine over the last few weeks. And the United States has put sanctions on the fuel that we're buying from Russia. We stopped buying fuel from Russia. We put other sanctions in place. Whether you agree with it or not, that's what's going on. So because of this, fuel has naturally risen to almost $1.52 a gallon more than it was just a month ago. The main fuel that's, or the fuel that's gone up the most is diesel fuel. Now, the problem with this is not just people like me who drive a diesel every day. It's everything that you buy, everything that you eat, everything that you get, gets to you on a truck. It comes to you on a semi-truck at some point. So because of this, the cost to ship products, food, everything has gone up so much because the fuel surcharge isn't enough. Not only is the fuel for the truck to get it to you higher, the shipping costs for boats to get it to America are higher, and it costs more for workers to get to work. It's a downstream effect of everything is going to cost more. Now, not only are we in the greatest inflation rate in my lifetime right now, but we're also dealing with COVID. And because of COVID, uh, factories being shut down, workers being out of jobs, things like that, we're already seeing record price increases. Just a couple months ago, tires went up 40%. 
That's astronomical. Now imagine what rubber, because it's a petroleum product, imagine what that price increase is going to go up to, as well as having to deliver it and having to ship it to the place, having the employees have to make it to work to be able to install it. Tire prices, just for one thing, are going to go through the roof again. So having said all this and talking about how prices are going up now, I find it funny that this is the point in time where most people tend to want to start preparing. It seems like most people want to prepare. They want to go out and buy a fire extinguisher once their house is already on fire. That doesn't make any sense. Most people don't prepare ahead of time. And for some reason, I cannot wrap my mind around that. Why wait? Why do we see all these Americans once COVID happened and guns started going out of stock, ammo started rising? That's when the most guns and ammo were ever sold. Now they were going out because more people were buying them, but why were more people waiting until they were under threat or there was a pandemic and they felt their lives were at danger? Why were they waiting until then to finally make the decision to buy the tools necessary to survive? It's all a part of procrastination. And I cannot stand this. I cannot stand when people wait until the last minute to do something. So, For me, I like to buy my ammo in bulk. I buy my ammo on AmmoSeek, and I don't have giant caches of ammo laying around, giant pallets as much as I wish I did because I love to shoot. But what I do have is I do have enough that not only in the event of something bad, I have enough to last through that tough time, but I also have enough to where If times got really bad and ammo became sparse like it has over the last couple of years, I have enough ammo to stretch me out a few years if I regulate my shooting time. Now, can I keep up the amount of shooting I was doing when times are good? No, but I can shoot enough to keep my skills good for a few years at least. Along with ammo, some things that you may not think about is gun cleaning supplies or even reloading equipment if you have reloading stuff. Those are other things that when COVID happened, all of a sudden all the reloading equipment was gone and a lot of cleaning things that you took for granted just thinking they'd always be there were all of a sudden gone, such as brushes or maybe patches, lubricant, um, different types of rods, whatever it may be, tools. When COVID happened, times got tough and people wanted to prepare, these things were gone. Now, luckily, I spent my whole life kind of collecting things here and there and slowly building a a good toolbox of tools and cleaning things like that. So this didn't really affect me, but it definitely affected some of my friends and some people that I knew. I find it strange that our government doesn't want us, the people, we, the people, they don't want the government. The government doesn't want us having guns, ammo, um, body armor, and anything along those lines. Yet the government right now is shipping over 25,000 or so bulletproof vests, um, hand grenades, um, rocket launchers, small arms, all sorts of things to Ukraine that is openly said they're not going to be a part of NATO. And they basically have no business in being a part or in a in a alliance with the United States. So why would we be sending weapons technology to them for the citizens to use to fight off one of our enemies when 
we don't even allow our own people in this country to possess certain weapons like that. And the government tries constantly to restrict our access to these weapons. Why would they be doing that? What sense does that make? It doesn't make a whole lot, especially not to me. So with staying prepared, you should have the rifles and handguns and so on and so forth that you may need in the event of a disaster now. Don't wait. Don't wait until you start seeing the government take these things away. Don't wait until you see crazy gun laws go through Congress to start buying stuff. You should be buying this a long time ago. If you would have been buying this stuff years ago, you'd be sitting pretty. You wouldn't have to worry about prices. You wouldn't have to worry about availability. You'd be set. But a lot of people now, their eyes are open. And even with their eyes open now, they're still not doing enough. They still are buying a few little things here and there. And I'm not saying spend all your money, but make sure you have the necessities. It's a good time to buy an AR-15 if you can afford it and fully kit it out. Have a good optic, have a good light, have good ammo and plenty of it. Have a sling and train with it. Don't just buy enough ammo to leave it in the safe and hope it's going to protect you. Buy enough ammo to go train with it. Ammo's expensive right now, but it's not astronomical. It's still somewhat affordable if you know where to look. With that, it's probably a good idea, in my opinion, for people to buy body armor. Do I think you're going to have to run down the street anytime soon and need body armor? No. But as you've seen in the world, you've seen through history, times can change on a dime. And I want to be the guy with all the stuff that's prepared when that happens, rather than the guy coming to my house begging for help and I don't have enough to share. So at the beginning of the show, I talked about tire prices and how high tire prices have gone. Now, I know this because I've been affected by it because I just had to put tires on two different vehicles, which really sucks because it happened in the same week. The first vehicle was my wife's. She has a pickup truck, nothing crazy, no giant tires, and tires that should have cost around $215 a piece ended up costing $380 a piece cost because I know the supplier and he sold them to me at cost. This is outrageous. Then on my personal truck, it has larger tires that are 37 inches tall. And I've been trying to get tires since the beginning of COVID, the beginning of the pandemic, I've been trying to get tires for this thing. And everywhere has been sold out. The plants have been shut down. I've called throughout the two years, every month or so, I call about four different vendors, calling them, hey, do you have anything? Nobody has had any. Now, my truck would basically be useless unless I had a friend who happened to order tires right before the pandemic and swapped his out. And he still had about 30% tread left on his, and they happened to be the exact tire that I needed. So I've been rolling around on his used tires for the last eight or nine months now, and they're starting to get low and I'm going to need tires soon. So just by chance last, uh, about a month ago or a couple weeks ago, I happened to call one of the tire shops And they actually found one set in California. I don't know how, I don't know where they came from, but they found them. So right away I ordered them. They got them in three days. I ran up to the store. I got them, paid for them, and put them in my truck and brought them home. 
Now, the moral of this story that I'm trying to get across is you don't need to be, you don't need to have, say, a spare vehicle left over, right? But you should have money set aside in case you need tires. In this case, when I started getting low, like right now, I can still make it another six months to a year on the tires that I have. But since they finally got the tires that I needed in and I know that I'm going to need them, I'm going to buy them now and not risk not being able to get them in six months and being totally stranded and having to drive another vehicle because I can't get tires. So do I need a set a whole nother vehicle? No, just like I don't need 10,000 pounds of refried beans, but my freezer does have enough meat and extra food in it to last me, I don't know, a month maybe. And that's not because I think the end of the world's coming and we're going to be eating out of cans, but we've seen stores in the last two years run out of stuff completely. Meat will be gone. Toilet paper will be gone, whatever. It's not crazy to think that with the fuel prices and surges coming that you're start you're going to start seeing shelves empty out. You're going to start seeing deliveries come later. You're going to start seeing Amazon is going to start charging more. Um, I don't know how they're going to get away with the prime free shipping. So they may start charging more for the initial product or maybe the prime subscription is going to go up. We've already seen where UPS and FedEx shipping has gone through the roof. It's almost doubled already. So with this, things are going to get more scarce. So it's always a good idea. Have your guns, have your ammo, have a, have the gear that goes along with it. And I'm preaching that because that's the main topic of this podcast is guns. But you also need to have food, water, um, extra blankets, um, clothes. If your shoes are wearing out it's not, and you still have a little bit of life on them, it's not a bad idea to just go ahead and grab some when you're at the store and hold on to them until you need them. Or you realize your underwear is starting to get all holy, go ahead and grab another pack before you have to have them. Always be a little prepared. And I feel kind of like a dad saying this. I kind of feel like I'm preaching to you guys, but it blows my mind how few people actually do prepare and how if you just go to a grocery store, you'll see these people panicking when the prices shoot up. That's when they're buying. Don't buy when it's at the height unless you absolutely need it. Wait or prepare early, get the food and don't rush out in the heat of things, let things die down and cool off and then slowly restock. This is, this is a game of numbers. You don't have to spend your entire paycheck on prepping in one month. Just slowly add a little bit. If you need two cans of um, soup, go ahead and buy four little things here and there can make your life a lot less stressful and can make you a whole lot more prepared in life. My last and final note on that and being prepared is having a little bit of cash. Now I know due to inflation, cash is basically on fire. If you have cash in your safe, it's burning up every day and that's a terrible thing. But what you should have is have enough little cash on you, you know, a few hundred bucks here or there, whether it's at your house, on you all the time, to where if an emergency happens, you can get yourself out of it. Maybe throw $200 in your wallet and just always leave it there. I same thing. I cannot believe how many, how few people carry cash around with them. They think if they have cash, they're just going to spend it. Well, what happens if the banks shut down? What happens if the 
grid goes down for some reason. What happens like in Texas, the power goes out when they have those crazy winter storms and nobody could go to a store and buy anything because all the electronics were down. If you have cash, people know that cash is going to be worth something someday. And even though they may not want the cash now, guys who have really prepared may want the cash because they know it's coming back. And sure, they can make a profit off of selling you things that you should have prepared for in the past. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to listen to the other episodes. Same as the beginning of the show, go on Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, give the show a rating. And until next week, later. Later.